So we're in our uh, third part of a, um, a conversation with Bruce Holm, uh, specifically around the area of Christian formation. That sounds pretty heavy-handed, but um, go back and listen to the last couple episodes to get an idea of how integral this is in regard to who we are, who God is, what his purposes are, and um, how we function as a community. And uh, I was taken... Um, <laughs> the, 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 you know, Bruce and I are friends, and uh, you know, I was, uh, when I uh, think about things, I talk, and when he thinks about things, he writes. And uh, so before today, um, he sent me some things that he's been thinking about lately. Um, he can send them to me because he writes them down, and he writes them very well, incidentally. And, uh, and throughout this whole paper... Uh, I just wrote things down which, I, which took, uh, took my attention. One of the things uh, when he speaks about, and this paper is, is called Walking Towards Shalom, a, a telos or goal for Christian formation. And, um, you know, it gets you wondering, obviously, at first, Beth, what is the goal of Christian formation? And uh, there's one quote in there. I don't know. Who, who is it that... Uh, Robert Mulholland. Mulholland, yeah. yeah. He says, um, <clears throat> being conformed to the image of Christ for the sake of others. I just took that a little bit out. Maybe there's mm -hmm. more to that quote. I don't know. But um, it's, it's, it's captured my mind because... Um, I have tended to feel and also perceive that we are looking to be conformed to the image of Christ so that I'm awesome. <laughs> you know, maybe more along the lines of something more yeah. noble-like, you know, because that's what God wants from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when we, especially when we're talking about, you know, mission, being missional, being mm -hmm. ones mm -hmm. who have been sent, being mm -hmm. ambassadors, mm -hmm. that the, you know, the goal wrapped up in the goal of our own formation <clears throat> yeah. is for the sake of others. That's why it catches yeah, yeah, my mind. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so how, got, yeah. Yeah, well, how would you respond and what would you yeah, say to that? Yeah. Because you, you know the context. You wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I've got to try and remember. Yeah, look, the whole context for that is uh, in this chapter that I'm trying to write on my, um, in my thesis, uh, earlier chapters have been looking at what are, what are dimensions and dynamics in Christian formation. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So my particular thesis is taking the, the idea of thinking about the interaction between our spirituality, our theology, and our ministry. Okay, so our, our, our passion, our thought, and our action, or our heart, head, hand, however you want to frame okay, it. That, okay. that, that's, that's been the, the dynamics uh, and dimensions and dynamics of formation that I work with uh, as a simple way of framing holistic formation for my students. Yeah, yeah. What I realised that I needed to do then was to say... That, that's all good, but what is it headed towards? Like, if these three dimensions, spirituality, theology, ministry, are in um, uh, commensurate and, um, and integrated and bouncing off each other and, and living fully, what, what is it being shaped towards? So, what's, what's the end words, game? What's, what's the goal of Christian formation? Yeah. Gee, I'd like, I'd like to just pause and see what people think that is before you speak yeah. you know what I mean like okay. you know, pause your own podcast right now and think how would I define the goal of Christian formation yeah. Yeah. if you didn't do that that's fine um, go, <laughs> that's go fine. on Bruce go on so um, so I thought well I'll go and see what people say you know and so the the most opposite, obvious kind of thing is uh, being uh, Christian formation is being formed towards becoming more like Everybody, one, two, three, Jesus. Jesus you know. yeah, so right. this is this is the, the common answer. We've got lots of scriptural evidence for that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my children are on labours for you until Christ is formed in you. Yeah. Um, uh, 2 Corinthians 3.18, um, uh, growing more and more into the, 
the image and likeness of Christ yeah, yeah. Uh, as we behold his glory. Yeah. That sort of idea. So, so certainly, um, that, that's, that is the most frequently framed and common answer. I suppose a few things to say about that. Um, one is that uh, we tend towards thinking, uh, becoming more like Jesus. Okay, so am I more, uh, you know, am I more kind? Am I more loving? Have I got integrity? Fruit of the Spirit. Gifts of the Spirit, fruit of the Spirit, that's the sort of things that we, we tend to think about. For me, uh, it, it, it can be a little bit of a, a limited or narrow view. Uh, a way that I would like to think about it is to become more like Jesus is to become more fully human into, the, into Imago Dei, the image of God. That's who I've been created to be. Jesus is the true image of God, mm-hmm. but we've been created in the, in the image of God, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. As the, as the relational self-giving trinity. So, but Jesus is the human face of that, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. Jesus is the human face of, of the trinity. So mm-hmm. God just doesn't say this abstract idea. It gives us, this is, seen, this is actually se- what it means. If you've seen me, you've seen, you've the, seen father. the father. Which part of this don't you get that, yet? That, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, so... So that's the first thing to say. It's becoming more fully human, which means to become uh, the beloved of God, to live as the beloved of God, mm-hmm. and to reciprocate that to God and those around. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of it. That's this, this communal, self-giving, uh, three-in-one, however you understand the Godhead, that's, that's what it looks like in human form yeah, yeah. As, as Jesus. This is, you know, straight away, not to, I mean, I'm sure you'll probably get to this, yeah. but straight away, what's entering my mind is being the body of Christ, being under the headship of Christ, yes. that I am, I don't stand alone in some sort of, I remember some pastor somewhere, you know, saying, you know, you don't stand there in a topless fridge at church on Sunday, just getting your thing right with yeah. God. It's, yeah. it, we're, we're here together. Absolutely. Um, yep. And so the implication is not just that we are to give ourselves into the, into the body, you know, as Ephesians four, each part does a special work, so it can help the other parts grow. There's mm. like a, there's like a mutual beneficiary mm. or benefit in, in being fully alive in Christ and being fully human, having Him dwell in us, is not in isolation. It's it's it is shaped by you. In fact, it can't be in isolation. It can't. It can't be. Yeah. Okay. So there is no me and Jesus in Christian formation. Right. There's no. There is. You know. Uh, I mean, social science will tell you this. You know, we don't have an individual identity apart from the networks and connections yeah. that we make and the environments that shape us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's equally, if not more, so in this in the whole idea of a koinonia, you know, the, yeah. the fellowship, the deep, you know, that's that's mutual participation in not only in God but in 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 one another. So that actually, um, that's critical for for understanding how we are um, we are shaped and we are formed. So, um, so that, so when I started to do, you know, that's, that's the classic thing and I fleshed, fleshed that out a bit, but there was this, another, another strong voice that says, it's not just about becoming more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's actually about becoming more fully uniquely your own self in Christ. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so it, it can be, if, if we just say, well, it's all becoming more like Jesus, well, we kind of it gives a bit of a, a mob of sheep image you know ah, we're all sort of all like Jesus all like yeah, Jesus yeah. you know and of course we are uniquely shaped 
and formed because we are uniquely loved and uniquely created by mm. by God. So this is this is this is the flip side. And if you read authors like Parker Palmer, um, like David Benner, The Gift of Being Yourself, um, that 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 says yes. God shapes us into the image of Jesus and calls us into the image of Jesus, but it's through the grid of our own unique life, yeah, yeah. life experiences, personality, that whole thing. Now, we, we, we get a bit toey about this because we think, oh, that's just Western individualism um, and uh, we don't want to, you know, everybody's trying, it's, it's all about Jesus, it's not about me. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a bit of a myth, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, or we quote John the Baptist, he must become more, I must become less. Uh, that's not about that at all. That's about the the story of the you know where the the, the narrative is up to in that point. Yeah. Um, for me to become grow more fully into my own skin, if I do, as I do that in Christ is is becoming more into the image of Jesus. So God knowledge and self knowledge are always intimately connected. Yeah, that's good. God knowledge and self knowledge always intimately and intrinsically connected. But as you're pointing out before. The context for that is always community. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, just you know, in comparison, perhaps you know, I think we have worked out amongst ourselves the you know what it looks like to be more like Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then we start to set ourselves apart from, or we compare, or we elevate particular people who seem to be doing that better than me, with no regard to. The humanness and in uniqueness yes, of each person, yes. and so the parameters by which we measure that can, can be confusing when it comes to the goal, the goals that we set for. We're actually setting false goals, false goals. That's for, pe right. for people. So, so that's just yeah. me reflecting back on what you've said before. So yeah. sorry, to, there's, there's, that, that's that's me just understanding it, folks. I hope you probably have moved on, but yeah, bear with me. There's, a, there's an old an old tale. Uh, I can't remember the word for it. Uh, rabbinic tale, um, you know, about the student who comes to the rabbi and says. Um, uh, it says, teacher, you know, how, um, when I, when I, when I come to the, to the gates, how, you know, or how, how can I be more like, no, sorry, he said, how can I be more like Moses? Mm -hmm. You know, he says, and he replies to his student and he says, um, when you come before God, he will not be asking you, why were you not more like Moses? He'll be asking you more, why were you not more like yourself? Yeah. Um, I've got a joke, but it's inappropriate. <laughs> right. At this point in time, about Moses, and, right. yeah. maybe after the podcast. <laughs> um, so, so it's so yeah. I I am actually not called um, uh, to be Rob Bell in my house or Craig Jopic or, yeah, yeah. or or anybody else. I'm actually called to be Bruce uh, in Christ, in my own relationship with my family, in my own relationship with my work. I mean, you know, if that speaks to to, to the prevailing challenge of our day, mm. what you know, what what else mm. could we speak about that you know cuts to the yep. heart of yep. comparisons <clears throat> and discontentment and the pursuit of happiness and Facebook That's feeds right. and, That's and, and right. whatever? So That's it's right. very refreshing to hear that yeah. from a spiritual perspective mm. that we want to grow into our own skin. Yeah. And yeah. within that, I mean, I, I'm just coming off the top of my head of you, but you actually experience the freedom of what it is to be loved. Absolutely. What it so, is to be you. Yep. Yeah. So the root of that is learning to live as the beloved. Yeah, so right. As, as right. I learn to live as the beloved of God, and that that's what uh, you know uh, Thomas Merton really means, and Richard Raw, those guys talk about um, you know the true the idea of true self. Yeah. Not true self as in 
uh, I've got to be true to myself. I've got to be authentic and individually me. Or well, my true in, self is my I'm the sinful nature. True yeah, self. You know, it's it's actually your true self. Your false, well, I put it this way: your false self is you believing that you're outside of the love of God. That's the false self. Yeah, yes, yeah, your yeah. true self is living in the reality of okay. that God is God is for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Demello says, "Behold the God who is beholding you." And smiling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being attentive to and living into this reality that God is present to me, that God is smiling upon me, that I am the beloved of God, as I live that uniquely in my own journey, um, that that's 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 the other that's the flip side of uh, Christian formation. Becoming more like myself in Christ, if that makes sense. It's, it's interesting sense. because you know as I reflect back over the last few years and and many of our many of the people within our community have listened to the Wayne Jacobson yes. living loved yes yes and there's been a strong theme of you know learning to know the love of the Father mm. but in a sense the the gap with that kind of language whilst it is healthy to address is learning to love ourselves in being loved by the Father absolutely yeah so you can almost if, you, if it's difficult to make a connect with knowing that you're loved, um, perhaps some of the resolution needs to happen with, you know, understanding more deeply what it is to actually be who I am uniquely created in, yeah. As, yeah. as a receiver of that. Yeah. 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 And that's only just making sense for me and, now. And that involves embracing, as you know, Parker Palmer now and would tell you not only the things that we love, but also the dark. And the shadow, yeah, and the difficulty as well, yeah, and not, in a sense, running from them, but being present to God in the midst yeah. of those. To and diminish them and say that shouldn't be a part of my life. Yes, yes. I don't because like if it. I was more like Christ, I'd be. You know, we have like a, a linear graph. We start our lives down here, and uh, we're, we're you know sort of all a hundred percent of me, nothing yeah. of Christ, and we go up and up, yeah, and yeah. get and get less of me, more of Christ. Well, the reality is, in in my dying breath. Um, I'll still be fully broken, yeah, and still be, and I'll still fu- fully participating in the life of God, and I'll still, by nature of who I am, I'll piss people off yeah. by the nature of who they are and how we interface with each other. That's and that's, that's not it. something that has to necessarily yeah. be resolved, but it's a reality. Yeah. yeah, I'll be misunderstood. Yeah, I'll be liked to the point where people will pedestal, you know, and everything between. I suppose. Yeah. So that for for me, that's a that's a freeing, that's a freeing kind of way yeah. to live. It is very refreshing, um, and as a um, as a as a golf of or, or a you know understanding a, a more um, a, a more holistic, holistic. way of, of yeah. thinking about um, formation. So you can hear the word holistic, you know, in this day and age, and yeah. it seems a bit like yeah. organic and yeah. you know resonance and fusion and yeah. all those sorts of, <laughs> of words. But really, you know, the the whole picture. Mm not just one aspect of it, is is um, very refreshing to think about things that I haven't really paid a lot of thought to. Mm-hmm. And, yet, you, you know, I am struck, I think it's in you know Philippians where, where Paul says, I pray that your love would overflow um, and that you would continue to grow in knowledge and understanding so that you can understand what really matters. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's helpful about some of the stuff you're sharing, Bruce, is that I think it brings us to a place of understanding what really matters rather than getting swept away with common or popular thought about mm-hmm. who God is and what the pursuit is, and if nothing else, challenges us to rethink the terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the invitations. Yes. Yeah. And the invitations. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the uh, recent email I sent out 
and uh, was quoting terms and invitations I um, that, that came from a spiritual director in a book by Sean and Inquest, and I'd send that to Bruce just saying, you know, this sounds fantastic, but for Bruce... Uh, it's but bread and butter in uh, in his <laughs> trade, so to speak, to um, to understand the terms and and uh, see the invitations that exist, and and maybe even this too is you know to 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 understand the terms, i.e., who I am, mm. and Absolutely. the invitations for Christ to um, be prominent and preeminent mm-hmm. through those unique. Absolutely. Terms, yeah. So it's so that's getting back to an you know earlier podcast about contemplative life. Uh, is really another way to free. If you don't like contemplative, say the listening life. Yeah. Uh, I like had, the, what about the talking life? Can I do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the master, mate. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, that's part of my life. It's a unique nature. But, but just um, learning how to listen and be attentive uh, to the ways that, that God is uniquely calling me <clears throat> to, to live out my life as the beloved. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that sounds... But it's actually really concrete, and it's the most practical yeah, yeah. thing. Because we we know what it is, you know. Like you said earlier, to put your cheek on your son's yes, cheek, we yes. can feel that. Yes. And so I can feel my own body, and I know yes. myself, and I yeah. increasingly get to know myself. Yeah. yeah. The good, yeah. the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Yeah. That's not abstract. That's not an no, abstract. No, no, faith. no, no, no. Yeah. And the, and the the real life experiences that we have um, are actually uh, this is to bring back into my sector and where I work, the context for theology. So yeah, yeah. Um, theology done in abstract isn't real theology for me. Yeah, like yeah, there yeah. is, there is, you know, so that's, that's why, you know, one of the areas I teach in is theological reflection is about developing our capacity to do uh, faithful meaning making out of our experiences. Yes. Yes. To, to be able to listen, to be able to attend uh, and in community to engage with the tradition, with the scriptures, to think about the resources of culture, both positive and negative, yeah. to think about our own stories and to attend to this question, what is the invitation? Where is God present? How is God shaping me? What is God calling me, inviting me into? Yeah, yeah, that's um, good. So that, that stuff for um, reflection, um, you know, you, uh, in a, um, 10 years of Sundays, you'd, you'd never get that sort of really preached yeah. Or taught, or helping people engage in that. So I think that's from my my real passion is helping people, and helping myself, and trying to learn how to become uh, attentive to God uh, in the ordinary. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm. Uh, great, great place to kind of close off for this episode. And um, if you've got it in you, Bruce, to to talk for another fifteen minutes or so, that would be fantastic. Do my best, mate. Got another yeah. coffee? <laughs> yeah, cheers. I'll give it a go. <laughs> Anything to entice you. Thanks cheers. again, Bruce.